0: The Friday edition of What Radio is brought to you by the Becoming Watch Party, hosted by Be Great D.C. Former First Lady Michelle, well, still my First Lady, Michelle Obama's documentary has officially premiered on Netflix, and the good people over at Be Great D.C. through their Working Women Wednesday series have planned a virtual watch party for this weekend, if you have the time, which I figure everybody should have the time, considering I don't know where anybody's going, considering these circumstances. So, yeah, the watch party is scheduled for tomorrow, Saturday, May 9th at 5 p.m., and all you'll need to participate is a Netflix account of either yours or somebody whose password you have and your laptop or an iPad or a way to communicate with folks virtually. So, uh, please join in the festivities if you can, um, RSVP, either through the Be Great DC Instagram, which is at Be Great DC or at bgdc.eventbrite.com. One more time, bgdc.eventbrite.com. I'll link to that in the episode notes in case, um, you need the assistance getting there. We are also brought to you by the West Best Kept Secret, West where we are fresh off another two podcasts a week. Gang, gang, gang. I know I toyed with the idea of making it three a week, but I'm keep it at two just because we have um me and Miss Rhonda Morgan's podcast debuting in June, which will be a weekly Wednesday podcast, and then albums of the decade coming back in July. So all these considered, I figure we might as well just keep this at two, get that cadence going and um yeah, well, it will we'll be eventually be a, a four podcast a week network. So exciting things happening. Um, and then essays, um, albums of the decade, season one. Again, check that out wherever you stream your podcast, photography, consulting. Uh, Miss Rhonda Morgan's essays are available on e-magazine and so, so, so much more. So please check it out when you get an opportunity. What's One more time. What suits him? Dot com Coming up next, speaking of Be Great DC, we have the founder and president, Ms. Rachel Payton. Y'all might remember her from Albums of the Decade, episode nine, I want to say, where we chopped it up about Beyonce's Lemonade. Um, I asked her to come back maybe a month or so ago for a Kirk Franklin project that I'd been like ruminating about in my head. I'll, I'll get into the larger backstory at the beginning of our conversation um, about why I wanted to do this podcast, but I did tell her that she was one of maybe six people on the planet i trusted with this assignment so very grateful for her to come for very grateful to her for coming through and um helping me figure out the essential kirk franklin playlist so to all my kirk franklin fans hopefully we don't let you down and um to all the sort of kirk franklin casual fans hopefully you learn something so yeah our conversation is on deck but first as always my when brother willie mack I'm Detroit's own
1: savior, Detroit's
0: own plug, Detroit's own future, Detroit's own love, I'm Detroit's own,
1: yeah, I'm Detroit's own, yeah, and I never asked for my heart back, you can have it, without all you taught me, I never would've lasted, I know I can move through some Hollywood dudes.
0: Okay, cool, back on these microphones, Miss Rachel Payton, returning hey. to the show, how are you today, ma'am?
2: I am... Blessed and highly favored,
3: actually. Amen. 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 <laughs> Thank
0: you, Reverend Payton, for that sermon real quick. As we
3: You're
0: welcome. as we get into some serious gospel debate. No, I um I asked Rachel to come back on the show because I wanted to do so this is this so I mean obviously y'all know we're talking Kirk Franklin. Y'all have seen the title and the artwork. But I guess like I wanted to do this specifically because I just wanted to interact. I'm being a I am being a um I'm being intentionally like anal about this. Everybody oh. says what? Okay. Oh, no, no, everybody says melodies from having is Kirk Franklin's best song, and I just kind of like oh, absolutely not. Yeah, I'm like instinctively like whoa, 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 whoa. You niggas don't go to church, so I was like, hey, <laughs> well, let me get a fellow like church, uh, church child to rank these Kirk Franklin songs with me. Um, I'm
2: actually glad we're on the same page about that because I have that song on my list, but on my list as a his one of his top greatest songs because of the impact. Right, Manus- right, right, right. A song, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> No, I, no, I will say though. Like I, I will come out and say ahead of time that I wanted to keep it off my list entirely, and then I had to be right. reasonable and be like, I can't do that. So I'm with you. Right, it's on there because right. of impact. It's on there because of impact. <laughs> but I had to interrogate that because I'm like, yo, it is not his best song, guys. Like let's
2: right. I Actually, got... I have like three that are that are givens. You know that like I have to include right. no matter what. Right, so right, right. I, I feel, feel the know.
0: same way. I feel the same way. So um, yeah, I guess like I wanted to give a little short Kirk Franklin bio for folks if they aren't hip to. So I'm I'm also want to do this because um, I'll, so I'll, I'll get this away. Love Theory's on my list, and I'm just amazed mm-hmm. that he's still making songs like this, bro. Like straight up, mm-hmm. that's incredible to mm-hmm. me. Um, I don't know. I feel like Hezekiah still be trying. I remember when every praise came out, I still was... like, Every praise is incredible, but... um, Right, I don't yeah. know. I feel like Hezekiah don't still be pumping out stuff like this. Like, Kirk's last album, Start <laughs> to Finish, was crazy. So I'm like, he's mm-hmm. been doing this for 30 years. That's wild. Um, he's
2: different. Yeah, he
0: is different. He's different.
2: different. You, know, you know what people say? People like to be like, oh, Kurt Franklin is the DJ Khaled of gospel. No, DJ Khaled is the, the Kurt, Kurt Franklin, Franklin of yeah. whatever yeah, genre yeah. DJ Khaled even belongs to these <laughs> days. Like Kirk Franklin is the OG for music period. Not even just for gospel, but you know, don't get me to preaching up in
0: here. No, for real. I um <laughs> I mean I got personally offended when Kanye started doing his Kirk Franklin act cuz I was like, "Dog, Kirk Franklin still exists. Ooh. We don't need you, bro, but this neither here nor there." I'm, I
2: mean, Kirk they're like I don't want to say they're friends, but I mean you they, know they are friends. Yeah.
0: Kirk right, Kirk ain't got no beef with nobody. I was right. <laughs> I was weak cuz he was in the um I wanted him and John P. Key to go against each other, but somebody brought up him versus Fred. Which I actually want to do Fred with Veronica. That was me. I well, not
2: that was me, but I was one of the people. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so like I mean, I said,
2: Kirk no, I set that
0: up, set that up. But I also wanted to Great. see uh Kirk versus John Spikey, and um he mm. he was in the chat though. He was in there like making jokes and stuff. So I was like, oh, oh he Kirk was. Oh, shit. I
2: missed that.
0: I was like, Kirk just love everybody, bro. Like, ain't no. You know,
2: he ain't no in his own though. Honestly, no
0: um, but no, I just missed '90s gospel, bro. Like generally speaking. I feel like that was the, me and my mom commiserated over this a few months ago. Last time I was home, we was going somewhere and I was just like, why? Gospel music ain't the same since they stopped recording it live. Like every not, night of this, <laughs> all these studio, studio gospel ain't the same, bro. It just don't feel the same. It feel mad. Right.
2: And mad. even Kirk Franklin studio doesn't necessarily feel the same, but it's nah. still, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a different, it is a different vibe. Yeah. I will say that, but me and nineties gospel. oof. Yeah.
0: Bring back. It's hard not to
2: be saved when you listen to nineties gospel. You said what? It's hard not to be saved when you listen to Gospel. Oh yeah, 90s no, no. Straight up. Gospel. Straight up. Like, I don't care who you
4: are.
0: Straight up. Like, I don't know. I feel like I could play um not specifically New Nation Project, but that like that's a good one. And then well his first album. We'll t- we we'll t- we'll talk Nate? about we the albums. We'll talk about all, the album. We'll talk about right. all that. we we'll right. about the albums. We'll talk about all that. Um All right, so but, Kirk Franklin. Born in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, at the age of seven, Franklin received his first contract, which his aunt turned down. Um, but yeah, he turned to the streets for a little bit, got a little wild, turned back to Jesus. And by like age 20, was running gospel music in like Lower Texas. Uh, and then in 92, organized the family. And then the rest is history. Uh
4: history.
0: Do you remember like the first time you heard Kirk? Like, do you have any foundational memories of Kirkford, Indiana,
4: huh?
2: Um, Maybe not necessarily like the first, first, like I, I don't know for sure this is the first time because like I literally was born in, in the church.
3: Right.
2: <laughs> but, um, and I took this, I took this song off of my list from the top 10, but I have it in like honorable missions. But, so I grew up where we had an extremely active youth ministry, and my brother, who's nine years older than me, was kind of was like very involved as I was like growing up, mm-hmm. and so he was on the step team. Um, and so eventually, over time, I joined the step team when I got to like fourth, fifth grade. Um, but we had a preteen step team, and then we had a teenage um, guy step team and a girls like high school step team, or whatever. Um, and they would we would first of all the step I don't know, what is it, industry or whatever? <laughs> and Woodbridge and the DMV back then was popping, okay? Like, we had all of the step shows. But my church used a whole step show every year. Um, and our teams used to be taking first place at high schools and all types of stuff. Um, but He Reigns is one of the songs that the boys' step team, my mm-hmm. brother, they made a hop to, and they would come out in the beginning of their show, every show to that drink. And I just remember that song specifically because we would just get so hyped because we knew they was about to kill it every time the show started.
0: I feel like that <laughs> so just that song limited itself to because our liturgical dance team did "He Reigns."
3: Mm-hmm. We, we never had a yeah.
0: we had a step team for like one Christmas uh, performance, but like we never carried it past that. So.
2: Yeah, we had a step team for like two. Decades, maybe a little bit more. Like, yeah. I, I got to a point where when I um graduated high school, I came back as a, like as a coach. Oh, um, but yeah. So I think he reigns is probably one of my earliest, earliest, earliest memories. That well, yeah. I'll just leave it there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I remember the celestial choir at my. Was it celestial choir? I think that's the name of the, the choir. Um, like the. The adult choir in my church. They used to sing silver and gold. Oh, uh, yeah, that's another
2: honor on my list.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, silver and gold. Is one yes, of the our
2: you choir used to sing that too. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I, yeah.
0: So, yeah, I love his first album, man. I feel like I was given. So I tried to. I'll ask you how you made your list. I tried to go through and pick like my favorite, absolute favorite songs from each album, and then yeah. cut out the the chat. So I don't know. Hopefully my list is okay, but um. I had to do some rearranging, too, because I was like, I, I had Imagine Me in my top 10 at a point, and I was like, yeah, I got to move that list,
2: Oh, my gosh. So I I literally, on my list, I have I Smile or Imagine Me. I, can, I still, at this moment, cannot decide.
0: I don't but really like platform. I Smile. I had to. I feel like I had to put I Smile, like, on oh, principle, and then I was like, no, I don't. And I ended up moving it down my list. So Me,
3: too.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. I understand it, but nah, nah I'm cool.
2: <laughs> me, too. So I, I think my list is a little bit mainstream. So I have, like, a mix of mainstream plus what i guess we would call some deep cuts right right because right. i feel like it was some songs that that could not not be acknowledged right. um but yeah <laughs>
0: all right so i mean we can get into it um do you want do you have like honorable mentions off the top you want to just name off
2: yeah so my honorable mention well actually we already named them so he reigns silver and gold and then i guess i would say i smile would be another honorable mention for me
0: yeah i said silver and gold um, save Your Morning Life off of What You're Looking For. That
4: mm. A good
0: deep cut. Uh, Jesus is the Reason for the Season. I really want to put yes. that in my top 10, but I have another yeah. song off the Christmas album off my top 10, so I had to choose between the two. But Jesus, same,
4: but I
2: feel like we probably got the same song. <laughs> yeah, but
0: Jesus is the Reason for the Season was my jerk, boy. I love when Christmas would come around because I would just play this album. Me out, too. Bro. I promise. Me too. Oh um,
2: my gosh, that's so funny.
0: And Hosanna. I love Hosanna. Ooh,
2: I actually put... um. I think I actually put Hoseana on in on my ten.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, um, and then praise joint. I know it's not in your ten, but I love praise joint.
2: It's not. I can, I can, I can
0: keep. I can keep. New Nation is really the, the okay. Um, it
2: is. Listen, yeah.
0: New Nation's really like that. But all right, uh, our top tens. Here we go. I'll let you go. Do you want to go? Well, let's go ten to one. Um, but am
2: my so wait ten to
0: one. What does that mean? Like I like reverse. Like, do did you rank them or did you? Did you I
2: didn't rank? even write them in order. Okay, we can like, just go. Uh, I just wrote them as I thought of them.
0: Okay. Uh, okay, you have the first selection You go So I
2: just go, like, just name one song?
0: Yep
2: Okay, so the first one I, I put on here I feel like I had to, but
1: Revolution Seven, Verses 16 and 17 Yes, sir They shall hunger no more, neither shall they thirst anymore Preach, preacher For God shall wipe away Yes, sir Every tear from their eyes Yes, sir Get ready for the revolution Come on, come on.
0: I didn't name it as an honorable mention, but I, I figured we would talk about it. So go will yeah, go, right. go
2: ahead. Um, we gotta put we gotta put revolution on the because first of all, Kurt Franklin came out the gate swinging. Because, Damn. and that's what I really appreciated about that song. And and more as I am an adult versus like I couldn't really appreciate it as a child because that's just what it was at mm-hmm. that time. But he really opened the door for church to look different, especially for young people. On top of collaborating with Dark Child? Shout out to Dark what? Child,
0: bro. Shout out to Dark Child.
2: Now, let me say something. Who was doing that? Nobody. Nobody, Nobody was going to do that. And I feel like that kind of foresight um, of reaching out into secular communities and not having to think twice about it kind of opened the doorway for people like Ty Sherman to come out, for people like Dietrich Haddon to come out mm-hmm. with this more poppy hip-hoppy vibe but still keeping it a little bit classic gospel mm-hmm. um and like I said shout out to Dark Chow because he also produced a lot of my favorite songs for Destiny's Child back in the day too so
0: and Brandy I ah, think that ah, that ah, oh, ah, Brandy
2: Brandy, Child, Brandy um so I think that that collaboration in general is just iconic like you cannot ever not give that song its acknowledgement I think.
0: Alright so before I even get into like the deep stuff my favorite thing about Revolution is I, sw- as a kid, I swear he was saying, "All my red lobsters, throw your hands up." Now he's saying, it's "All my real life saints, throw your hands up."
3: Yeah. It, it took
0: more discerning to ears to actually hear what he was saying. I was a dumb kid, anyways. Um, no, I love Revolution. I have, I have this, um, this project I want to work on, which is actually a hard project, so I'm like trying to put it out of my head. But I've been obsessed with it for the last couple of weeks. But mm-hmm. the best first song on the first, so. I'm giving away my but was my number one, which is why we sing. I love first songs on an album mm. uh revolution is like so my my favorite thing about revolution honestly is that he I don't really remember if I do remember there was this narrative that like he was bad for gospel right, but I don't remember it being like so pervasive as to him needing to take it and make it his p r campaign like Revo- mm. Revolution was him being like, "Oh y'all think I'm bad for gospel? Well, I'm gonna go work oh, with right. a rap producer. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna take it to the top." So, um, right. So in that same vein, I'll just go ahead and say, um, so Stump is on my list. Woo!
1: <laughs> you better put them hands together and act like you know if in here Chief Pete. Up ahead. I
4: can't explain it, uh-huh. I can't attain it, uh-huh.
1: Jesus, your love
4: and soul. it's so amazing, it gets me high, up to the sky, Hallelujah. and when I think
3: about
0: your goodness, it makes me want to, so, <laughs> uh, you can't I my be- I ranked mine, but I think Stump and Revolution are like. The, the kind of the same thing like stump is him like oh you okay. think i'm taking gospel music too far i got mm-hmm. an r- actual rapper on my song we, you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like he's uh yep, yeah. he's just playing with the notion of like what does it mean to take gospel music too far i'm bringing in yeah. i'm bringing in souls to the church even if they're younger souls um so yeah i'm just i'm, I'm trying not to downplay how uh how controversial he was <laughs> in 1999 uh, at the same time mm-hmm. I don't really remember him being so controversial as to needing to make it a point. Because that's what New Nation Project was about, right? Like, I'm so controversial, look at me. And it's like, dog, really? Like, you're the most famous gospel artist on the planet. Like, if you were that controversial, niggas wouldn't be fucking with you like that. So I don't know. I was kind of always... Oh, I don't...
2: Well, not necessarily... Well, I don't think so. I don't think that it was a... I don't think that was a proclamation to the consumer. I think that was a proclamation to to the gospel music industry. Fair enough. More so than us. Because obviously he knew that we... The people, the younger people that were listening to his music, you know, what I'm saying, were buying it. But that doesn't mean that he still wasn't getting pushback. Not only from like go- traditional gospel comrades, but who knows what like the industry execs were were saying at that time. Um, but I also have some on my list too, in mm-hmm. you know, and for similar reasons that that you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I think that not only did he kind of change what gospel music can look like and sound like but I but I think he changed what being a Christian can look like and sound like you know I think that he at that time but even still today he is one of the few um, very present gospel music leaders that you can see making proactive efforts um, to really do outreach and to connect with communities that mm. may not necessarily look like the traditional church community. Like, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was um, looking at Old Wild Not episode. Is this an episode of Kirk Franklin on Wild Now? Yeah,
0: he's on Wild Now. A wild <laughs>
2: and I was like, what the heck? And um, in the beginning, the canon was like, so can we still so okay. cuss on here? And he was like, y'all can do what y'all want to do. And I really appreciate that because him allowing people to be themselves does not take away he's so confident in his relationship with, with God and with his spirituality that allowing other people to be themselves, not take away from his relationship and right. his faith. And I wish that we had more Christian gospel leaders in general, not just music, but like in the church community in general, that, um, that thought like that and acted like that.
0: No, I preach that. That is a hundred percent true. Um, I mean, I still credit, I still credit uh, Kirk for keeping me. I mean, I don't go to church like I need to, but mm-hmm. I'll turn on some Kirk Franklin and like get my spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel for like, sure,
2: absolutely. I feel like don't even just matter which project. It's right. something for everybody on everything. Right?
0: Exactly. So yeah, hundred percent. Um, and then Peppa's verse on Stump is a classic, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I love her verse um, That's the sermon when I think about the, goodness the,
1: the yeah. Make me thankful pity, the hateful, I'm grateful The Lord brought me through this far oh, yeah. trying to be cute when I praise i great, I'm high I keep it live beat bumping Keep them jumping, make the Lord feel something Ain't no shame in my game, God's property oh, yeah. Getting big with her, she not stop she me Now
0: Make me grateful, pity, the hateful, I'm grateful Lord okay. brought me through this fall Hallelujah hey, And then Kirk with the hey, Alice. Yeah. And she rode
2: that dream though She floated Trying to be
0: cute when I praise them Raise them Yeah I'm, I'm not gonna wrap the whole verse <laughs> But she's not um, Alright so The next song on my list is Something about the name Jesus
4: Something about that
0: name Thank you Jesus
4: you yeah. Listen Something about the name Jesus Something about the name Jesus Something about the name Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. It is the sweetest, sweetest name. Sweetest, sweetest, name sweetest I name. I know. You. I know. Oh, thank you. love the name. Oh, oh I love the yes, name. Oh, how oh, I love
1: the name, Come on and lift your hands and say it, it with me. It is the sweetest name. name. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I know. Listen to this right here. Some people say I'm crazy, but I can't explain that's a, that's a
2: good
0: one. Um, Not one of my personal favorites, but like we was talking about at the beginning, I felt like this is one of those iconic ones you can't really leave off. Um, shout out to Rance Allen, the, the GOAT. Um, every every year when that Ras Allen, um, that meme come up and him doing all the riffs, I, this always a good time. And I, feel, <laughs> and I feel like it's always somebody new who's discovered who Ras Allen is, and I'm like, yeah, he's a... Uh, He's a character, isn't he? Um right. shout out to Isaac Curry and Men of Standard. Uh I Carey, man. I um I feel like I'll never talk about him on another podcast. So I just want to give him a shout out. I remember I never knew who he was. He's been on he's worked when with is Kirk.
3: That.
0: Isaac Curry. so he uh he's he's kind of just like a um a like Swiss Army knife that's worked with everybody. Like he sang on John oh. P he sang on John P. Key stuff back in the day. I think he started with John. Um <laughs> then he moved on to Hezekiah. Uh, what song did he, he lead with Hezekiah? Uh, I know I done it wrong. Mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not thinking of it, but he worked with Hezekiah. Um, then he started his own group called Men of Standard. Um,
2: oh, I, I definitely know Men of Standard. Yeah,
0: so he's leading singer Men of Standard. Um,
4: oh, okay, okay,
0: So, okay. But no, like, was it 2011, 2012? One, one of my moms, one, one of my, like, aunts from church, one of my mom's best friends, she was working out here at the Pentagon and she was driving home for Easter and she offered to let me go with her so I could go home for the weekend or whatever. Uh-huh. And he had this song I call In the Middle. And we were listening to the gospel station for like five or eight hours. And when I tell you, <laughs> they played that song every 15 minutes. I was like, I knew that song by the time we got back from, from Detroit. Because even on the way back, they was playing it on the same gospel station. I was like, yo, I've never heard the same. It was the most famous, popular gospel song that, for however long. That shit was incredible. <laughs> um, so shout out to Isaac Carey. And he just came out with something new because I've been wondering if he was gonna drop oh a new word. album and uh something came out in February, which I literally just found oh on word. That's a gospel playlist. So yeah, shout out to him. Um so yeah, something about that something about the name of Jesus is just a classic. That yeah, is um, a classic. That
2: reminds me of um so Four Sundays is when the men's choir sings in my church. Mm-hmm. So it gives me men's choir
0: vibes. Shout out to the good old men's choir days. See, this is what I'm talking about. Yes. I think back to like just nineties church. I feel like the, <laughs> the church has kind of died in a way. And now, like at my church specifically, I think the youth still sing second Sunday, but every other Sunday, it's like a mass choir. <laughs> when like first Sunday, first Sunday was the senior choir, second Sunday was the youth choir. Why is it the same
2: at my church?
0: Yeah, third Sunday was like just the adult choir, and Then fourth Sunday was the mass choir. Yep, yep, yep. And, then and fifth Sunday, Sunday the whenever there was a fifth choir. Sunday, it
2: was a mass choir. <laughs> yep,
0: yep. yep. <laughs> same thing
2: i am so weak. oh my goodness but you're right i do you know i feel like there's going to be a resurgence of church with like after this coronavirus covid situation happens and i don't think it'll necessarily be all at once but i'm interested to see how attendance what attendance looks like mm-hmm. um after this period but that's a whole nother conversation
0: though. yeah no I, I don't i don't disagree um but yeah okay what's uh what's next on your list
2: Okay, so we already said revolution is stomp. Now, hold me now.
4: Mm. You understand. You understand me. See people change one day.
0: Listen, that's a good deep cut though that's a real listen, good deep I'm,
1: not,
2: I'm tearing up thinking about this right now let me tell let me oh i don't even know what to, it told me so we used to do um we had a pre-team retreat and a team retreat every year and the team retreat we would actually like get on our bus and go to this like location in pennsylvania and we would go to site and sound theater and see like these crazy live plays about the bible when i say crazy i mean like one year we went to see the Noah's art play. They had animals like walking all over through the aisles. Like I'm so serious. Like it was it was almost it was like an arena. It was huge. It was a huge production. Yeah, I feel mean, like I've been in so
0: a while. couple of those. I feel like I've been in a couple
2: Probably. of those. Probably. <laughs> um, but then we even stay there for the weekend, and have a retreat and just like do all these different workshops and stuff like that. But then um, the last night we would always do like a, a service or whatever and we would have people like get up and tell their testimonies and tell their life story I mean we're like 13 to 18 years old falling like for hours <laughs> and Hold Me Now was one of those songs not just at the retreat but the youth choir also used to sing that that just got me This is it just got me every time
3: mm-hmm.
2: Um, that's a song that I like to sometimes I'll meditate to I was actually listening to it this morning. It's just, ooh, it's it's so comforting. And what I need the people to know is that Daniel Caesar sampled Hold Me Now and his song Hold Me Down. And when that happened, I really, I really had a moment because I really appreciate when Black artists reach and bring, again, bring that bridge, that like connection. Um, but yeah, if you never heard that song, or if you just haven't listened to it in a while, Listen to Hold Me Down by Daniel Caesar and it definitely samples Hold Me Now by
0: Aretha. Yeah. I def when I heard it I was like, hmm. I've right. heard that song before. <laughs> I definitely know that song. Um all right, keep yeah. keeping it on New Nation, another deep cut. I put uh Riverside. one more time. Everybody,
1: Jesus is gonna meet us down there by the riverside. One time for your holy up. Come on up a deep. Yeah. Yeah.
4: no matter what the
1: people say, ain't nobody taking this joy away, this joy you ain't going to take it away from me, it's right of everything I've through, I can't say, thank you gonna say?
4: cheers, thank you cheers, thank you, everybody, it's so down by the
1: side. That's right, I'm going to meet you down there, my brother, leave your problems all behind, that's right, my sister, I'm going to see you down there, you can rest your mind, that's right, that's right, come on and get your joy out I love
0: Riverside. Um, I felt like the men's choir used to do the traditional down by the Riverside at my church. That was one of my favorites since growing up. And so Mm -hmm. I love Kirk's flip on it. I love the um So I used to wonder what Kirk Franklin did, right? His brother defined. Like, what does he like? You don't (laughs) sing. What do you do? And and I mean, I don't know what he does. It's like Riverside is kind of the the epitome of what he does is the sort of coordination and mm-hmm. the the, so the the combination of the songwriting the mm-hmm. uh the harmonies mm-hmm. just like putting everybody where they are supposed to be and then he comes mm-hmm. in with his with his uh interludes and like he, yeah. it's, just, it's just a perfect sort of epitome of like a kirk franklin song um yeah and i still return yeah. to it i think new i think new nation is probably my favorite album if it's not what you're looking for same and um I think Same. of all the favorites I've had on that album, Riverside is the one that still endures to this day. So mm. I had to give it a shout-out for sure. I mean,
2: there's really no skips, no. to be honest with
0: you. So. No, 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 no. But yeah. I, I look forward yeah. to Riverside for sure. Like, when I get right. there, because... So what sucks is I can't listen to Lean On Me no more. And it was never really one of my favorites. But like you said, that album's no skips. So Ooh. I'll be trying to, like...
2: That's you. a good point. I didn't even... I honestly didn't even think about Lean On Me.
0: I th- you know, I, th- I thought about it. I think about it. It was one of the singles, so it's like it's a classic. It's got Bono I mean, and it's a,
2: yeah. Mary J.
0: and another certain pedophile on there. Um,
2: oh, you know, that's probably why I didn't think about it.
0: <laughs> that's the bad part. Is like, well, I, I, I'm, I'm human. I have my moments where I want to hear an R. Kelly song, but it's like I don't. I don't get that nigga the the <laughs> penny on the pennies on pennies he could he would get from the stream. So it's like, yeah, right,
2: right, right. Oh,
0: so, whatever. Um. Yeah, that's that's just my riverside case i think it's one of, it's my favorite off new nation to this day so yeah i'll keep it uh what's next for you
2: um so next i feel like this is on your list too from the christmas album now behold the lamb yeah. oh.
0: That's not what I picked. Oh, it's not? not oh! But the, the, the liturgical dancers used to do... I think they did Not Behold the Lamb at my church.
2: Oh, I actually used to sing this solo, like, every year for Christmas. When I tell you, the U Choir sang this song every year. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they still sing it. <laughs> but we used to, like, what year did this song come out? Whatever 90s year this all came out, the U Choir sings this every December. Um, and actually... Me and um Kelly who she's in the, D- she's still in the DMV she still in in too. We used to alternate between which solo we were gonna sing every year. But now Behold the Lamb was also another one. It wasn't Christmas. It wasn't Christmas at church until I heard that song. Um But yeah.
0: No, I love Now Behold the Lamb. Shout out to the Mans, man. Um i I always get <laughs> fucked up when I think about the fact that they played what father and daughter on a TV show. When I found they was married, I was like
2: Wait, which TV show? Was it The Browns? Cole? Meet the Browns. Oh. Yeah. You know, I only watched but so many episodes and I apologize to them to that. But shout out to uh all the media plays.
0: Yeah, shout out to all the plays. Uh but I what was the, um didn't Angela Bassett and Rick Fox was in one of those? The plays? No, the movie. Oh. Wasn't it Meet the Browns the movie? Anyways, we can get in those topic. I just was fucked up <laughs> when I found out they was married in real life. I was like, What? Yeah.
2: Okay. It took me. It took me some years to figure that out too. Um, <laughs> and now they like literally do every show together, yeah. but movies together. No, I it's was like a big contract. <laughs> I was
0: messed up because uh, Tamla, who plays Core. She just looked younger than he did. Like I guess what, what, whatever what they, did. they did to, but they aged him up. And so like now they yeah. they look the same age now that I know that they married. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I thought they was father and daughter. I was like, yo, are you older <laughs> than
4: her? Like that's disgusting,
0: dog. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, all right. So also from the Christmas album, my selection. Uh, and when I ranked mine, I put this number two. Uh, I think this is his second best song ever, uh, "The Night That Christ Was Born." Listen
3: to-
4: Rejoicing and so sweetly Receiving heaven's glory The night that
1: Christ was born Can't you see the people Coming from every nation Coming from every nation Pleading for their salvation Pleading for salvation The night that
0: That, that, okay. that, that's the song that puts me in the Christmas spirit. I feel like it's mm-hmm. not Christmas until I hear that song. Mm. Um, yeah, I, That's, I, not, that's I, a good one. Uh, I think the liturgical dancers might have done it. Um, I feel like we didn't, we definitely didn't sing any Kirk Franklin songs in my church. We didn't, we wasn't that ambitious. Uh, <laughs>
2: Which I Listen, of... when the youth church was popping, like like our you pastor, our you pastor was also our youth choir director. And he was like our church is Kurt Franklin, basically.
0: <laughs> yeah, we went that, that We stuck to the classics. Um I thought know, um the, the like regular adult choir would would every now and again bring us a new flavor, but mm-hmm. yeah, the youth choir specifically, we stuck to the classics, and the senior choir stuck to the hymn book. So <laughs> They stuck to their hymn,
2: oh, them falsetto songs. The soprano, why? The senior choir sopranos always be up there, but...
0: <laughs> no, it's always, too, and I mean, it's, this is in every church, but in this church, it so happened to be my aunt. It's always that one person who wanna, like, solo, even though it's no solo. I'm like, would you <laughs> sing in unison with everybody else, bro? Like... Jesus Christ! Like, why do you have to make a solo out of this I'm song? Oh, so
2: weak! I'm so weak, but that song is true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the night, the night that Christ was born. I love it. I think that. Uh,
2: yeah, dang, that's a good one too. I gotta go listen to that.
0: Hey there, Lee. Creative Larry Sanders dropping in just to let you know that West Him is officially open for advertisements, partnerships, and the like. Our media kit available at westsusim.com/backslash/advertise highlights our various components and what makes What him unique. And as we march toward our fifth anniversary this upcoming January, we're proud to say that we've not only sustained our initial mission, but have grown into places we never could have imagined during those Halcyon planning days in December 2015. So keeping it short and sweet, we love to work with you, and we know you'd love to work with us. So let's make it official. Check out our media kit on the What him Instagram at What or at whatsuitshim.com backslash advertise, and Shoot us a message once you're ready to collaborate. Talk to you soon. All right. What's
2: next? Um. So my next one is also I don't want to say a throwaway, but a throwaway oh, melody oh, from heaven. Oh.
0: Like we can go ahead and talk about it. I put it number three I mean, on my you, list because impact, but yeah, go ahead.
2: Hey, it's same because even the most non religious Negroes know this song and I can pr- appreciate it just for that.
0: Yeah, um, it, it gets spins at brunch, you know what I mean? Like, if it we, gets
2: spins at brunch, and I can appreciate If that's how we're gonna get the lore into the, into the room, then you know what? I'm fine with that. That's okay.
0: <laughs> we're two or three, you know what I mean? We're two or three are. That's Listen, okay. I
2: mean, and it's don't get me wrong. When I say throw it it's still a good song. It's a bop for sure. But
0: but the thing about melodies from heaven, and here's my argument: is that the best part is the beginning. People people love the end when you get into the rain. But okay, fine, I get it. Like that's the that's the uh, crowd participation part. I get it. But the beginning is where like where the turn up really, that's where the spirit comes in. And then
2: mm. you, you, you got to build it right, up. You got to
0: build it up. You can't just jump in at the end. And think you got the spirit. No, you got to
2: right. at the at the top. Right. So, and you know what? I was thinking about that this morning. I don't know what other genre besides maybe opera, to be honest with you, that has so many like soft and hard elements in one song can, mm-hmm. or can have so many soft and hard elements in one song and still be cohesive because like, and gospel music, you can start low, but at the end of this song, veins is popping out of your No, head. Here's, the, here's the
0: thing about gospel. Here's the, the best gospel songs. I tweeted this during the during the uh, battle last week. The best gospel songs start off with that one short verse, the chorus, and then you just jump into like the refrain for the next five minutes. And you just sing the same line <laughs> for five minutes. And that's all they do, but by 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 like, let's say Lift Him Up, per se, by Hezekiah. By like the middle of that refrain you went to, you don't even realize what you got to it. You just clapping and stuff. Right. You don't even realize what happened. That's the best right. yep. that's the suck you in. So but um,
2: exactly. Yep. But that's what melodies
0: <laughs> is too. Like Melodies got that one verse yep. in the chorus. And then you just do yep. rain for five minutes and then you feel it. So,
4: yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Um you can go against if we both had melodies.
2: Okay. Um, so this one for me is an Easter classic. I gotta play this around Easter every year, but don't cry. A Also, um, I've sung this in choirs before too, because I was also in a a gospel choir at my high school (laughs) for like two years. Um, Matter of fact, one time we like drove to Chicago to do a show. It was a lot of random experiences. Um, But Don't Cry, I mean, it's Don't Cry and another song I'm going to get to later. It's actually the last song on my list. Um, I just really appreciate a good, soft harmony Mm -hmm. to just really get you there. And then uh, when you get to the to the breakdown with the don't cry.
0: Yo, that song is so powerful, I... bro. The song writing on that song is incredible, man.
2: Listen.
0: It is. No, 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 because I mean, this is a gospel podcast. I know I'm cursing a lot, but the song is a mindfuck. It's like don't cry. The song is called Don't Cry. It's actively it's like, you should probably cry. The song is too beautiful for you not to cry.
4: You know what I mean? It's like It is because
2: it almost feels like you at the tune. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that song really makes you feel like you done took it back a couple hella years.
0: Right. A <laughs> couple millennia or whatever.
2: And you yourself is at the tune trying to figure out what's going on. And there's like this, this. It, it's like, it's one of those songs where you really feel like it's angels talking to you. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think that people underestimate the ability to... to Create something like that Because I don't think It's as easy as As people like Kirk Franklin make it seem Or musicians and writers And artists make it seem But Ooh I love that song That's another song Where you just You can't You can't be a thug nah, No problem.
0: you can't You can't <laughs> I feel like Because I don't think I heard Don't Cry immediately Um mm. I'll, I'll get to my pick off Of this album too In a second Uh But Yeah, I feel like I heard Don't Cry belatedly and I heard it at an Easter service, at a Resurrection Sunday service. And that made it doubly powerful because I was like, why have I never heard this song before? Is this like an Easter special? Like, what is this? (laughs) And then like, and then again, the the mindfucker being like, the song is called Don't Cry, but I'm like, yo, like the tears are coming. Like, what is... What you, like? I'm I'm trying not to cry, Jesus. I'm trying to follow yeah. directions, but I'm crying. I'm sorry.
2: It's so yeah, it's so powerful. And I, I love I just love how gossip music seeing it is so powerful. Like you mm-hmm. can't excuse my French but you can't half ass no gossip music. Nah. You can't. I mean you, you can can't. feel
0: you can feel it when when people do it. So
2: Right, yep. Yep. <laughs> so,
0: game is a game. Right. Um Yeah, my selection of uh, rebirth, which I'm glad I was as I was doing my list last night. I thought this album wasn't on it, it hasn't been on title for a while. So I was making it in Spotify and I found out. Oh, that really? So cool. Yeah, uh, but look out for me. This is for somebody. Do your head like this. Watch this. That's one of my um, I couldn't believe As I was ranking them I couldn't believe I, I put it at five I thought it was gonna be Way higher than that As I was doing them But five came quick um, That song is perfect I love
4: mm-hmm. I love a good
0: testimonial You know I think, I think that's why I love Riverside so much It's the idea that mm-hmm. like um, I don't know it, I, It's weird to me To think as a kid I was like really Relating to these lyrics Like yeah I'm struggling Like, I'm, <laughs> God gonna pull me through it You know what I'm saying <laughs> But, like, now these lyrics really hit. Now these lyrics really hit. Um, you know
2: what? And that's so true. That's so true. And I think about, um, I don't want to get too off topic, but, like, I think about m- how I view my relationship with God now and, like, what my Christianity looks like now as a 27-year-old adult woman. Mm-hmm. Um and I really, truly, truly do think that because I, I feel like I developed my own relationship with God as a as a teenager, or maybe even younger than that, but like as you know, as a youngin. And I really think that a big piece of me being able to connect to the spirituality of it was the music. Mm-hmm. To be honest, oh, 100%, 100%. With you. percent, hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Like I really feel like had I not been exposed to the gospel music and experiences that I have been exposed to, the, just the preaching alone would not have gotten me. Where I am, in my relationship, and that's why I think like like gospel music is so underrated just for that, just for that reason alone.
0: Like, yeah. No, my um, I'll I'll go even deeper. My relationship with God is probably rooted specifically in the music. <laughs> I'm not even about to feel <laughs> like it's not. Like the, the preaching at my church wasn't compelling when I was a kid. I ain't gonna lie, like it was. Um yeah. So I was there. I was there yeah. for the tunes. Right. Um,
2: <laughs> right.
0: But I mean, but yeah. to, I mean, to that point, I love music so much because of gospel music.
2: same. I was like, oh like, my, I my! We have the same life growing up. Yeah. I didn't realize like um. So I grew up. My parents played a lot of music in the house, particularly like jazz music, R and B, and stuff like that. But I was a, I was in church so much, and I was in so many choirs. I was around live music all the time, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that people didn't grow up like that. And so I think until I got to like the end of high school, college, and so now I've realized that my love for live music probably came because I grew up around live music. I just didn't think about it as live music. Growing up, I just
0: thought about it as this is what we do. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. You know? um, I feel like my my sister would, cause we grew up in a my, my grandma wasn't listening to R and B or nothing. Like we would play. Like I I remember playing Kirk's first album in the house when I was like three four. John uh, Show Up is <laughs> Show Up is probably my favorite gospel album. Period, cause I remember playing it when I was like four years old myself. I still <laughs> I, I still have the physical Show Up. Like I stole it from my mom. I still have it. Um, so like I I didn't grow up listening to. It's true. Um, so yeah, I didn't grow up listening to like, and then I'll go over to my dad's. I have older parents, so I'll go over to my dad's. And he would listen to like the Temptations and like
4: uh-huh. the
0: Stylistics, and my stepmom would listen to Luther Vandross mm-hmm. and Anita Real Baker. Like, I wasn't listening yep. to to yep. fucking like contemporary like R and B and hip hop. So mm-hmm. I got to that on my own later. Right. Like, my my rap education was really one hundred and six in part. Like that's that's listen,
4: really...
2: I got I got introduced into rap because my brother. Um, we have all of like the mixtapes and um. Well, he actually had cassette tapes, but then mm-hmm. that was around when we were transitioning into C into CDs. And so I started getting into hip hop being around my brother yeah. and like the um the first like Snoop Dogg album and like Dr Dre and all that. So my brother had all of them CDs, and so when I would be in the car with him, he would be playing that. And so that's when I really started. But like, I didn't have a favorite rapper until high school.
0: No, that's true. <laughs> yeah, and my my sister like my sister had my sister definitely had a big ass CD binder. She had some. Still. She had some Snoop in there, but I I had nowhere to play it myself where I wouldn't get caught. And then when I was in the car with my sister, she would play like Sunshine Anderson and like Jimmy Cozier and shit mm-hmm. like that. So I wasn't get, like my rap education literally was B E T. And then yeah. I had to get into it yeah. myself later on. But it wasn't like yeah. I was hearing it at the house. So gospel yeah. is where I fell in love with music, period.
2: Right. Same. Oh no, I'm really the Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. I can say the same bro. Um so yeah, look, I love looking out for me. Shout out to Willie Neal Johnson. I think he passed like not long after recording this, but he steals mm. the show on that. So he's on that song for like ninety seconds. Right. Also, um, related but unrelated but related. I used to watch the concerts on YouTube in college. Like I used to mm-hmm. sit up and watch Rebirth and um, the the Richard Smallwood was, with total praise on the Adoration. I watched that a lot. Ooh, can we um, just actually? You know what?
2: I'm a, I'm gonna wait till we get into Richard Smallwood. I'm
0: wait. Uh Go We ahead. we should have did we should did Richard Smallwood when we was doing Don't Cry. What, what you got? What you got to say about Richard? He's also a Detroit kid, I think. So oh, is he? Know.
2: Is that the one? That, did he write two on that on the album? I think
0: mean, he played the was he was played the Don't piano cry? on "Don't Cry." I know he played the piano.
2: Oh, okay. So then maybe yeah, I guess we can. So I just want to say right now, Richard Smallwood deserves all of the flowers. Yeah, man. And and all of that man. Now, when you want to talk about traditional gospel? He is definitely, I feel like, an OG of traditional gospel, but not in the way of like necessarily him know traditional gospel, but his composition.
0: Now, total praise is like total praise Ooh. has become a cliche, but I'm totally the total praise. I know that is,
2: people are saying all the time. Here's here's
0: here's the thing about total praise, and I'm, I'm getting deep in the weeds now, but you gotta listen to the album because there's a yeah. there's a string intro that leads into total praise. And mm-hmm. that, it, the, the intro that leads into that song, you got to hear the whole thing. Like, th- that entire thing is gorgeous, man. I can't. Wasn't
2: that album recorded in Atlanta, right? Yeah, that
0: was recorded in Atlanta. Yes. I, I say he's from Detroit, but he's from, he's from Atlanta. He's, he went to HU, though, so I wanted to shout out Howard University, gang, gang, gang. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. that, that album was recorded in Atlanta. I, I love Total Praise to this day. I think that might be the greatest song on time, straight up. I mean, yeah. I hear people saying "total praise," and I get mad. I'm like, just some stuff you just don't need to touch, man. I don't know. I don't know. No, like, I so. know.
2: I've we've I've been in the room of some wonderful "total praise" executions. I haven't I ain't
0: gonna over my lifetime. Oh,
2: I, have well, I have, maybe I grew up in a very singing ass church. Like, I feel like
0: every time I hear, total especially praise.
2: especially in, in the right '90s, there. especially in the '90s, like we, we 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 was a singing church. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyways um, I think I was the last song, right? Um, I said Don't
0: Cry You said Don't Cry And then I said yeah. Looking Out For Me um, Okay, so yeah, Go ahead
2: This is one that we kind of mentioned earlier That to me is a little bit of a throwaway um, Imagine Me Over
4: what my mama said what my daddy did it, I want to live
2: This
0: is a song one. It got
2: a lot of radio spins. It did. <laughs> it did. Um, and so really, it's on there for that reason because I feel like like it, like, it would get radio spins on like ninety no, <laughs> five
0: point five. No, yeah, it was getting like it was <laughs> getting contemporary R and B spins.
2: Yes, in the middle of regular hip hop spins, right. and you know what? Again, I can appreciate it for that. If that's how we gonna <laughs> we can reach the people through Imagine Me. On the radio at 5:30 on a Thursday, then I'm all for it. So, um, yeah, that's really all I got for "Magic Me." And I, I mean, it is a pretty, it is a very pretty song.
0: No, it's gorgeous. It, it won the Grammy that year for uh, best gospel song. So mm. I mean, oh yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
0: In terms of like just straight up, like you said, popularity, it definitely deserves to yeah. be on the list. I mean, I had it, like I said, I had it number ten <laughs> at a point, and then because I was I was trying to choose between that and "Looking for You," which. Mm. I don't like looking for. I mean, it, I feel like I like. I don't hate it. I heard it so much that it just played itself out, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done <laughs> for, forever. Yeah. I never, I never intentionally try to hear that song ever again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, imagine me. I have. I can't complain. I love that song. It is, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it is. Very motivational. And Kirk, yeah. Kirk does this thing where, which I guess like has been a can't be a complaint about gospel. Because, like you want to talk about God explicitly, but. It's just like motivational music. It's like, you don't have to be the most spiritual person to like understand the message of what Imagine Me is trying to get at, so. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's actually
2: a really good point.
0: It's reaching people where they are and not making people come to him. He's very good at that, like you said. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's a great point. I would agree.
0: Um, All right, what else? What else? What happened to my name? Oh, this this is at the bottom of my list. I guess I'll say it's a throwaway, but it leads to what I have as number one. Um, It's a song called Holy One. Super, super, super deep cut. Uh, I think it's. I don't know if
2: I know that song. I probably do, but I probably just don't listen
0: to it regularly. No, so it dropped. I heard it super late. It dropped before he even had his own group. I think it dropped in like 90. And he made it with. What's the name of the group? I have my playlist up and I lost it. Um, The Trinity Temple Full Gospel Choir.
2: Uh, I know. That, I actually know that guy so
0: far. Yeah. So he he wrote the song called "Holy One" for him, and mm. I think um 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 um, name what's his name the the man who's the husband, Tamlin Man's husband. He's singing lead on it. So
2: I actually don't know that man's first name.
0: Yeah, I feel bad. I'm about to I go feel look like it I up now. Him. <laughs> I feel bad. Tamla Mann uh, is married to David Mann. Da- his name is David Mann. David Mann mm-hmm. is singing lead on Holy One. Um, and I think that was almost like the blueprint for what was to come. You know, like right. when he did finally get his own group and he took the mans or whatever made the family. Uh, yeah, I felt like Holy One is definitely like the sort of foundational piece for the rest of his career. And that's why I love it. I feel like it's, it kind of foreshadows what was to come. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's just good like it's it's performed live it's good just you feel the spirit in the room um, I just feel like an audience enhances gospel music yeah like it just inherently does. I mean gospel folks are just gonna yell at a song regardless like it could be <laughs> It could be sung mad mid And somebody in the crowd Could be like Go ahead So you know Right too-
2: Because it's a You feed off of the energy The audience feeds off The energy of the choir The choir feeds off The energy of the audience It's it's a it's a joint experience Right
0: You know Right 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 So that's why I have it On my list I felt like Just in terms of Like setting the stage For the rest of his career Holy One is a Is a instructional Instructional piece So Yep
2: uh, I guess I'm next Yeah. Um so I think this one is awesome. Wait, low key, I think our last three songs might be from Rebirth. <laughs> oh, it's, not. it's Hosanna! Is Hosanna on Rebirth?
1: Here we go! Ah. The
4: Angels.
2: another song that i consider an easter song um but i just like it because it's it's an upbeat song but it's still pretty if that makes sense Mm
3: -hmm.
2: um and i don't know i just like this is another song where i like the breakdown i think i love a good gospel breakdown i love a good gospel breakdown um so I i just like i don't know i just like this song it just makes me puts me in a really good mood every time i hear it um, and it just for me feels a little bit nostalgic. We also used to do a Jesus play for <laughs> for uh, Easter.
0: You, you're making, Easter. making me <laughs> real nostalgic for like youth ministry church, bro. Like for you for youth ministry. Listen,
2: church. people. <laughs> listen when i tell people i grew up in a church i'm not lying to y'all you make <laughs> but, music, but um, for youth ministry i know stuff. but in the beginning in the intro they used to walk down to, to Hosanna with like the um the palm leaves mm-hmm. and stuff
0: <laughs> no the um the liturgical dancers did hosanna i remember because I, I i low-key know the inch like the uh the first like
3: yeah, I, I, I
0: know no i, I know they, i know their steps high key i watched i've watched that dance enough <laughs> to Where I kind of know the liturgical dance, anyways. Um, <laughs> and then like they would bring out the flags for that one, so yeah, it was a yep, yep, was yep, a, that yep,
2: was a, yep.
0: The, the colorful performance. Um, yeah, 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 Hosanna's the tune. Um, what haven't I said yet? Bye bye bye, Love Theory. I think I gave that shout out earlier, yeah. that's on my list. Only, I mean, primarily because of the <laughs> longevity. <laughs>
4: Do. Hallelujah. No wanna that's why. I love nobody but you. I don't wanna love nobody but you. I don't wanna love nobody. Love nobody but you.
0: <laughs> Let's go. I think that song is incredible. Um yeah. For me to have it six, I, I obviously think it's better than a lot of stuff he put out in the past. But not, not to say that stuff was bad, but just the idea that like he's still putting out a quality music.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: in twenty twenty is amazing. Thank me, God,
2: so. though.
0: Right. 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 <laughs> so. uh, what's next? Uh, for me. Yeah.
2: Um, brighter day. which is also song? You were.
3: paradise now. who can
4: tell just for me. Come on.
1: Watch this.
2: these songs, songs might like you probably used to sing growing
0: up. <laughs> I feel like we um, might have seen Brighter Day. Did we sing Brighter Day? We might sing Brighter Day.
2: I low-key, I feel like Brighter Day should get more... I low-key feel like Brighter Day should get more respect than Melodies from Heaven. Low-key. Hmm. I don't know why. I don't necessarily know why I feel that way, but first of all, shout out to my sopranos as well, because y'all don't know the struggle of these modulations and hitting these notes, okay? <laughs> like,
3: Career.
2: Listen, they put me in the soprano section when I was like three years old, and so I just stayed there for forever. um In a journey, it was because yeah, but brighter day is another. I think upbeat, happy song, and I also just appreciate again the the subtle.
0: Well, like rec- like recognizing the them or, like the not Oh, okay, I know. You- okay,
2: but the fusion of like contemporary music into gospel music, and also I feel like people don't. People who think that people at church only listen to, to church music, which some people do, but there's all people that don't, yeah. <laughs> and it's okay for us to acknowledge and be inspired by secular, you know, artists. Um, similar with the Clark Sisters when they sampled Stevie Wonder back in the day. I was like, oh my gosh, a, a turning point. Um, no, but
0: I'm weak because the reason why it works is because their mama had never heard this. Song. <laughs> That's literally the only reason that works. I was like, yo, that's Master Blaster to a T Tri. Like, what are you doing?
2: But listen, what God has for you, amen, okay?
0: Amen. Amen.
2: <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Friday Day.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, so my second, which I, I just realized I didn't acknowledge. This song called Still Alive, off of the gospel film. Like you
4: you. Know my- no, like yes. Sir.
0: movie, yeah. I feel like... So, Wait, shout out to... have, you, have, you ever, have you ever seen the gospel? I don't think so. Um, so, Boris Kojo is playing, like, this prodigal son, who, like, his Bless. dad. He's a, he's a PK, but he, like, left the church because of church politics or whatever and became, mm-hmm. like, this like, R&B heartthrob. Which, of course. Which, 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 which implicitly means that he turned from the church because he's, like, a sex symbol now. Right, so, right. I think his I think his dad is getting sick or something like that, so he has to come back to the church for church business. Idris Elba after after Boris what? Yeah after Boris Kojo I forgot he just was in it until I like literally just said his name. After Boris Kojo <laughs> left the church, Idris became the new like prodigy. So now that Boris Kojo is back, he's kinda like fighting for his spot back in the church and him and Idris are like butting heads over who's gonna run the church or whatever. It's actually kind uh-huh. of a good movie. Um Idris Elba's been in a lot of shit. Um but I think as part of the movie, because Glorious by Martha Munizzi is on that soundtrack, too. And I think as part of the movie, they had a concert. I don't know if okay. Kirk was in that concert, too. But that song, the song called Still Alive, is on that soundtrack. And I love that song. Yeah. Um, and I need to go watch
2: the movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it's around the, like, looking for you, Imagine Me time. So it has that, mm-hmm. it has that vibe to it. Uh, but I love the songwriting. It's inspirational. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, go watch the gospel. It's actually not a bad movie. I, like as a as a church kid, you'd appreciate the. It, I mean, it's the prodigal son stories It's is typical. Right right, right, right,
2: yeah, true. Um,
0: all right, so this is, is uh, your last song.
2: Yeah. Um. So my last song is also on Rebirth, <laughs> and I think it might be a deep cut. But my life, my love, my all. My hands were made to
4: one of you.
2: that album first came out or maybe I just never paid attention to but I just know that when it when the song came when I first heard it when I first heard it it caught me by surprise because it's so it just starts out so beautiful um and they do the first verse and then they do the second verse and then Kurt Franklin's like they're not ready yet so we gonna run (laughs) the second verse back one more time for y'all to get y'all ready for what's about to come (laughs) off the whole song is in three yeah. harmony, but when they break off, I oh my goodness! Listen to me. How much, just, how
0: much rehearsal does that take? Like how? <laughs> I would love to sit on like sit on a Kirk Franklin choir rehearsal just to see, especially in like two thousand and one. I would right. want to see that one specifically.
2: Yeah, I mean because it does. There's so much like breathing and like you, li- it literally takes strength. Yeah. <laughs> like, to bolt out notes like that, that hard, but to stay like on key and on pitch, and also to to do it in unison where everybody's not screaming over each other. It's hard. To, it's hard to sing that hard without screaming. Um,
0: and again, and so they the did fact, it live. like, just
2: the way that that's
0: They did it live. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's one take.
2: Right. right.
0: That's one take. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no re-recording. They, it they to don't like... make them like
2: that no more. They don't make them like that no more. It's such a beautiful song. It's just such a beautiful song. That's another song where that I, that I frequently will go back to. Sometimes I'll meditate to. Um, it kind of just for me is is like a recentering um type of song. Mm. But yeah, I, I, that's one of my fa That's actually one of my favorite Kirk Franklin songs. Period.
0: I feel it. Um, all right, so my number one song, uh, which I put number one, is "Why We Sing." For
1: some who don't understand our purpose and may not understand our praise. We as a family in Jesus' name would like to tell you the reason why we sing. Family. Asked
4: a question, why do
1: I because I'm happy. I sing because happy. I
0: I think. The I, I think the first song is the best song. I think he. I think he set a bar that like. I mean, he's that's met it one. at a point, but like that's the bar. He can't. You talk about coming out the gate. You talk about revolution coming yeah. out the gate. That's what I was talking about. It's like this is right. like this is coming out the gate.
2: Right, right, right. So it's right.
0: all in the beginning is a manifesto. He says, uh, for those of you who don't understand our purpose and don't understand our praise. Uh right. those of us uh, gathered in Jesus' name want to tell you the reason why we sing.
3: Right, that's just his right.
0: manifesto from jump. Right. And like okay. right. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it why we It is a beautiful song. It is a beautiful song. That's another one that
2: that's another song that I that I frequently listen to as well.
0: That's um, a good song. Man. Yeah, so Dang. I feel like <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how else to put it, but like everything else, like I said, obviously he's met that bar since, but to come out like that, like, yo, this is about to be the rest of my career. Fuck with it or not. Set
3: the tone. Like,
0: yeah, set the tone, man. Set the yeah. tone. Yeah. So,
2: Absolutely. Kirk Franklin, man, he deserves that. He deserves all, all the, the flowers.
3: He really all does. All the praise,
2: all the accolades, like for real. And just, I mean, I don't know this man personally, you know what I'm saying? But from what I can see, um... He just seems like a genuine person. Mm-hmm. And one thing about Christianity is that, especially in the Black community, you have to be able to relate to even to grasp any of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, And he makes Christianity, um, he makes the religion or the spirituality of it easier to relate to. Because he feels, he feels more genuine and, I guess, quote unquote, normal. Like you don't have to come perfect because he didn't come perfect in his approach. Mm -mm. Um, and he's always pretty much done things the way that he felt like he was called to do it and not necessarily following any certain protocol. Um, so I I just genuinely respect him a lot for that.
0: Have you ever seen him live or no?
2: Um, so me and my mama went to a <laughs> so McDonald's does a gospel a black gospel concert every year at this really big church in Maryland. I forgot what the church is called. Uh and me and my mom went last year. And no, I don't think he was there. It was a bunch of people I saw Ty Tribbit randomly. Uh, but I don't think her finger was there. I really do want to see her finger live
0: though. Yeah, I still want to see him live. Anyways, that's it. Uh do you got any final, final thoughts you want to share?
2: No, I just say, um,
0: put some respect on that man's name. Please. And um, adventure out for Melodies from Heaven. We gave y'all some good suggestions, some good right. recommendations. Just check out the right. whole discography. You know what I'm saying? Listen to I the whole what you're looking you. for an album because Melodies from right. Heaven is book ended by some good songs anyway. So
2: Right, right. And I appreciate the enthusiasm around it, but it's some it's some. he got some more heavy hitters than
0: that. You know. Um <laughs> All right, Miss Payton, do you wanna you got anything you wanna plug? Be great DC to set uh anything else? <laughs>
2: um sure follow my nonprofit, B A D C dc on instagram twitter facebook linkedin all of that um we out here you know trying to improve the community and trying to do what we can in the midst of covid19 but also just generally mm-hmm. um and we also have some exciting stuff coming up that i don't want to really get spoiled to too right now um so, so, yeah, I, so I shouldn't say nothing
0: about say less i should leave that alone <laughs> okay, bet, 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 bet. Say less, say less. You know what I'm saying?
2: I'm weak. But them... <laughs> I'm really weak. I'm really weak. Um, but yeah, BeGreatDC.org. Hey, gang
0: gang. Gang gang. All <laughs> right. Let me uh, get to work editing this. Thank you so much, homie.
2: Bet. Thank you. Do you need anything else from me? No, I'll be good. All right, bet. Have a good one. All right, you too. Thank you. Bye.
0: All right. Boom. Thank you again to Miss Rachel Payton for giving her time and energy to help me set the record straight. Yes. Yes. Melodies from Heaven is a great song. We never said Melodies wasn't a great song. Running back. Rewind. We, Melodies was number three on my list. Pretty sure it was high on hers. What we're saying is to expand your horizons, people. It's other Kirk Franklin to play at the brunch. So all we're saying anyways, support be great. DC tomorrow night. Um, Michelle Obama's becoming, uh, they're hosting a virtual, watch party at five PM RSVP via Eventbrite. I will link to that in the episode notes if you are interested in attending. What else? The What Him Podcast Network is popping with more on the way. Stay on the lookout for new episodes and some exciting announcements and everything else on what And uh lastly, uh meant to bring this up in the intro, but um and I'll I will um I'll link to this in the episode notes and bring it back for Tuesday's episode. But Friend of the Project, Jeremy Hurt, and Let's Talk Bro podcast on Black Masculinity are hosting a series of live virtual workshops over the next few weeks, uh, targeted at mental health, and just various ways to um, keep the mind active and stay busy as we are primarily in the house. So um, very good workshops coming up. There's one on journaling being hosted on, I want to say, the 14th of May by friend of the Project, Cure Mac. Um excited to attend that one. And then on Monday, uh the workshop is primarily about um just mental health. And it's gonna be hosted by Dr. Justin Hopkins. So and I'll also be attending that one. So again, I will link to those RSVPs in the episode notes. Um, black men, I would highly encourage you all to attend. It's really um good stuff. The if you if you listen to the pre recorded episodes, you should have Pretty high expectations for what you'll get if you attend live. So shout out to Jeremy, shout out to Let's Talk, bro, for keeping it uh creative and for keeping a community service component going, um, even in these very, very weird times. Much appreciation, bro. Um so yeah, like I said, we will be back on Tuesday morning with a recap of night four of the last dance. Looking forward to it. Talk to y'all then. You're the
1: reason why I you're the reason why I
0: you're the, why I sing. You're the reason why I
1: sing. You're my melody at midnight, Jesus. You're, You're my song and my song, Jesus. You're the, You're the hymn in my heart, Jesus. You're the reason why I sing. You're the reason why- I love you, I love your name Jesus, glory hallelujah, for the rest of my life Jesus, you'll be the reason why I sing.